0: Ultrasound Gel Podcast. Ultrasound Gel
1: Podcast.
0: Hello and welcome back to the Ultrasound Gel Podcast. I'm Mike Pratz, joined today by the wonderful Cray Bolger. Cray, how are you doing? I'm
1: wonderful, Mike. How
0: are you? You are wonderful. (laughs) I'm not quite as good as you, but uh, pretty good. Now, today we're gathered to discuss a special edition podcast because we really wanted to celebrate the winners of round zero of the Sono Games, which just recently happened May 2022 in New Orleans. Craig, can you tell us a little bit about the Sono Games? I mean, you've been involved with this for years and years. What are the Sono Games for those who haven't had the pleasure of attending or participating?
1: Yeah, so Sono Games, actually, this was our 10th year um, celebrating Uh, putting on sono games and it is a resident ultrasound uh, competition. And it happens every year at the SAEM annual convention and started, you know, pretty small, a handful of teams. And now this year we actually had our largest. We had 76 teams of three residents from institutions uh, across the country. We were super excited to see such engagement as our first year off of um, our kind of COVID alternatives. And that's actually where round zero came from is we used to send all the teams articles and there'd be one or two questions um, in the first round on articles. And we all were talking and we love the podcast. We love the concept of infographics so much that um, we thought it would be cool instead of, you know, can they find this one minute fact in this article and regurgitate it? How can they interpret an article? And so we made a round zero, which started actually last year amidst the pandemic as we were doing kind of a series of events since we couldn't really have one large in-person event and this one um instead of last year we had them do a teaching v- video then they got points for creativity um, there were some amazing songs and dances out there that you can find on youtube about tapsy and all kinds of other interesting things um, but this year we had them make an infographic because we felt that was a valuable skill Um, for both engaging with social media, but also delivering content and summarizing content in a palatable way. And there were some amazing entries um, for this round zero event.
0: Yeah, they were really well done. You you can tell that the residents put a lot of work into these. So I think when it came down to it, there are about five or so graphics that you had to choose between for the winner. How did they choose the winner?
1: So the entire AEUS executive team had a standardized score sheet where we looked at content delivery. Did you actually make the accurate points of the article? Um, And then what were your graphics? How creative were you? How um, descriptive were you? Did did you just write an abstract and put it on paper? Or were you able to pull off those points in an aesthetically pleasing way that someone could learn something from your infographic? And then obviously there's a little bit of, did we like it? (laughs) Um, And so there was about 10 judges that participated and scored these. And then we averaged the scores um, to come up with the winner.
0: Fantastic. Well, without further ado, we are happy to announce that the winners of this competition We're Boston Medical Center, so congrats to them and all the other teams who put so much work into these graphics. What we're going to do for the rest of this brief podcast are just talk a little bit about the article that they chose. We're not going to do our usual deep dive into it, but we want to talk about that, and we'll discuss the graphic. And, of course, the graphic will be displayed on the website to accompany this podcast. So let me just say the title, and Cray and I will banter a little bit about it so this is called diagnostic accuracy of lung point of care ultrasonography for acute heart failure compared with chest x-ray study among dyspneic older patients in the emergency department this is the journal of emergency medicine august 2021 so briefly they consecutively enrolled patients which i love to read i mean so often it's convenient samples so to actually have consecutively enrolled patients Is really a lovely thing to read at the onset of a study these are patients that were 50 years old or older who had shortness of breath suspected to be due to acute heart failure or COPD and then they compared a chest x-ray to a long point-of-care ultrasound for the diagnosis of heart failure and they used a reference standard of the discharge diagnosis ED diagnosis or diagnosis after chart review so Cray what did they find what were the main findings of this study
1: Yeah, so I also am super excited about the study because it's validating what I do, and I love things that make me feel like I'm doing the right thing for my patients. Um, So they had 81 patients, and about 82.7% of them had heart failure. so pretty high uh, prevalence of the sought-after diagnosis. Um, And I know it's not surprising, but point-of-care ultrasound did really well. So it had a sensitivity of 92.5 with a specificity of 85.7 compared to my least favorite friend on the block, chest (laughs) x-ray.
0: But still our friend, nonetheless.
1: It's that kid that, you know, you can't kick out of your house, but you want to. Um, (laughs) So sensitivity of 63.6 with the specificity of 92.9%. So obviously, as we can see from this, ultrasound was much more sensitive for picking up um, heart failure, which I think is important in the ED population because we don't wanna be sending these patients home with a wrong diagnosis. Um, ultrasound was a little bit less specific, though not much. Um, and I think we know that, that lines can appear in a lot of pathologies um, and they aren't unique to heart failure. Um, and I think on chest x-ray, they're more likely with the cuffing, to call and bilateral infiltrates to call pulmonary edema over other diagnoses. So I think part of this is just the nature of the various tests and those who interpret the test. But I think overall, ultrasound held its ground and actually showed that it might be the optimal tool for this patient population.
0: Exactly. And this patient population is key because we know this from prior literature that ultrasound's great at picking up pulmonary edema and helping to expedite the diagnosis in patients where you have that suspected. But this study took it to the next level and said, let's look at patients only over 50. And I think that's a really important population because we, we care about these older people and we don't want them to get a million tests they don't need. And maybe their kidneys are a little bit more frail if, if you're going to do contrasted studies or something else that could potentially put them at risk for negative down-the-line repercussions. So I think it's really awesome to look particularly at them and see how this benefits their population. So really cool.
1: Yeah, I also liked that they kept it simple. They looked at COPD and CHF as your leading diagnosis. It wasn't like all comers for dyspnea, right? And I think that's really important because that's really where we get into a conundrum. Like, Oh, they have abnormal lung sounds. Maybe it's a wheeze. Maybe it's a wet wheeze from heart failure. Um, And we see these patients all the time coming in on NEBS and you're like, should I keep going down that pathway or should I go the heart failure pathway? This is like an everyday, multiple times a day ED patient. So I love that they kept it simple and kept it relevant.
0: I love that too. Now, next we're going to do a potentially frustrating exercise for many people where we attempt to describe something visual using an audio only format but stick with us and remember that you can check out this graphic yourself online at our website ultrasoundgel.org so right off the bat looking at this you love the title at the top it says short of breath CHF throw a probe upon that chest really nice cray what else did you like about this graphic when you look at it
1: i love that it wasn't overly wordy um there's only a couple things that go into like the limitations and the important points of the study They have nice infographics to describe who the patient population was over 50, and then a very clear graphic of ultrasound versus chest X-ray. And in fact, they also went so far as to put the findings of the ultrasound and chest X-ray on there. And so I just felt like it was so easy to just draw my eye in. I can spend less than 30 seconds on this infographic and get the key points of this paper out of it. And then there's extra stuff in there if I want to fill in the gaps, but it's just what you want to see. And I kind of love the sad little lung too.
0: Yes, we got to talk about that. There's this hilarious little uh, graphic image in the corner that uh, someone very talented must have put some time into it because it depicts a heart and lungs in the same orientation as on a chest x-ray but they're all really sad looking and they're crying and you can just see the streams of tears flowing from these lungs in what must be pulmonary edema filling them up from the inside out so really clever really funny and goes along with the study nicely
1: i agree mike i think they did a very professional job you know and i know they didn't have a lot of time to do this and we know our residents are busy so kudos to Boston Medical
0: Center yeah big round of applause for them and also to all the other teams who participated in Sono games this year it was a lot of fun and thanks to the leadership like Cray who put all their blood sweat and tears into this competition it was so so many hours if only you guys knew how much Cray and the rest of the team put into this to make it such a phenomenal competition so we're very grateful for their leadership Thankful for the residents that we have that are so interested in ultrasound. And I hope that you enjoy celebrating them with us. Again, don't forget to go to the podcast and check out their graphic ultrasoundgel.org. And until next time, this has been a special edition. We will talk to you later. More. Pressure. More. Gel. More. More. Gel. More. Gel podcast.